0: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
2: Representative Cory Bush out of Missouri. Who is. Um, who is somebody, a Democratic politician that. Is someone that has been really in the spotlight because she's very opinionated, uh, very much outspoken. Um, rose to prominence. In a political sense, because she's a well-known activist and the people of Missouri said, we want her to represent us in Washington, D.C. And I've heard her speak about a lot of different issues um, the last several years of which I've agreed with her stances with certain things. But right now she's under the microscope because, (laughs) well, quite, quite frankly, there's an investigation involving her and her campaign finances. So I believe that Miss Bush has made a drastic mistake. And I'm not sure that it's if it's if it's I wonder if it's ethically wrong what she has done. So she's under investigation for um just doing a, a misappropriating Some campaign funds. And the Department of Justice is looking into that right now. And it has to do with money that she is spending for security detail. Okay? That's the issue at hand. Now, and the issue at hand is not necessarily spending money on your security detail. It's the smaller details within those details. So she has hired her husband to be a part of her security detail. And that's what I have a problem with. She says in a statement, in some remarks at the U.S. Capitol, since before I was sworn into office, I have endured relentless threats to my physical safety and life. As a rank-and-file member of Congress, I am not entitled to personal protection by the House and instead have used campaign funds as permissible to retain security services. Now, that alone, on the surface, I personally don't have an issue with that, right? Like, we we are in a different environment right now politically. And I believe that that these politicians, because we, we've all gone crazy, right, that they should be protected. Yeah. And if they have to hire... And, and have a uh, uh, security detail, I got no issue with that. And if the money needs to come out of some of their campaign funds, then I, to be honest with you, I don't have an issue with that either, okay? And she states that she's fully cooperating with the, uh, the Justice Department, who have not commented at this time. But I guess the issue that I have, and wonder if anybody else has this issue, is the issue of... Having her husband, her husband now, okay, as part of her security team and claims that he is able to provide services at or below market rate. 651-461-9226. Two, two, I, I, don't, I don't think that, that should be a thing. I, I don't have a problem with Miss Bush being um, given security or paying for security. You can't have your husband on the payroll. Like that, that don't work for me. I'm I'm sorry because it just seems like there's a massive conflict there. Yeah. And I'm not talking about conflict in terms of like whether he wants to protect you or not. No, but it's it's almost it feels like you're double dipping. Uh, it's it's and it does yeah. it just feel I ugh, it it feels wrong to me. It feels kind of sleazy to me. And look, I, I just. I've never really had anything against her, and I, I don't have anything against her now. I don't like this move. It, it doesn't it to, to me. If you're doing this, do it above board. And you, I don't know that she's broken any specific because they're trying to figure out if she's broken any specific laws here mm-hmm. with this. There's there's uh, congressional ethics rules for 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 the House of House of Representatives, and 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 it says that. Um, Uh, with regards to family members being paid from campaign funds for bona fide services so as long as payments do not exceed fair market value, that that can be a thing. So maybe technically she's in the clear. It just doesn't seem right to me. Like if if, if I was elected, (laughs) hypothetical, because it's never happening, I mean, would it be okay for me to – to hire my my uncle, my cousin, and 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 to be fair, now okay, I will say this: to be fair, her husband, um, he is a security specialist mm-hmm. and U.S. Army veteran. Yep, doesn't matter to me. <laughs> it is
1: it this, seems wrong. This looks a lot like money laundering. That's yes. kind of what it sounds like.
2: And it's funny if somebody asked me, is he at least in the security business? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He is in security. I don't care. There are a lot of other people out there in the security business that she could hire. Yes. It just seems like there's a conflict of interest here. It just seems like there's a conflict of interest here. And I just don't get it. Uh, six yeah. five one four six one it's a nine two door. It's two a six door move do you think it's a stretch do you think that i'm blowing this out of proportion do you think it's a okay do you think that she should be allowed to direct because to me what we're what we're talking about here is directing campaign finance uh funds to your husband your spouse to me it just becomes really really shaky I just don't I don't like it I don't I don't think that I think that that the bottom line is you do not want to create any issues where you are going to have an error in judgment and I actually think that this is already an error in judgment on her part there's a lot of people out there in the security world she could have asked her husband who do you advise that I should hire that should have been the route to me she should have went is asked her husband, who do you trust? Who was somebody – because he's a military guy, right? Who do you think I should go ahead and, and actively hire? Yeah. Not him, though.
1: At least try other people. And if that doesn't work, approach that idea and, and suggest that idea maybe. But still, as the texture just pointed out, there are nepotism laws in place. I don't know if that – does that apply – does that apply within a marriage, or is that just, you know, parents and, um, you know, kids? I don't know exactly. I suppose nepotism is nepotism, no matter who it is.
2: Well, let me re- let me repeat this part one more time. Congressional ethics rules for members of the House of Representatives permit family members mm. to be paid from campaign funds for bona fide services, so long as payments do not exceed fair. Market value. So at the end of the day, they may come out and say that, you know what, we investigated. She didn't necessarily break any laws. Now, ethically, though, it just seems it, it seems like it's something that she shouldn't do. But maybe they'll say that she's in the clear and she she says that I have not. I have not broken any laws. But one thing's for certain they should be paying for. Their security, yeah. Security concerns are way up since January the sixth, and the attack on the Capitol. The Capitol Police, um, in just 2023, okay, 2023, just in last, they investigated more than eight thousand threats. So the threat is real. I'm not trying to diminish her her commentary on the state of security for politicians and I'm not saying in any way shape or form that I have an issue with any of the funds the campaign funds being directed to that particular situation but diverting it to your husband or hiring your husband and by the way I think she hired him in 2023 according to the uh, the news outlets that are reporting on this story I just I don't think that this is a really good thing. And look, when you've got um, the Pelosi issue there, remember Paul Pelosi was yep. attacked in the House. Yeah, you, you don't want to run the risk for anybody. I don't care if it's a, if a if it's a uh, a Democratic lawmaker, Republican lawmaker, anybody that's independent, th- they should be provided security. There's yeah. there's no doubt about it. 651-461-9226. Oh, yeah. Your thoughts, your opinions, your text. We get to them next here on the Lake Show. All right, welcome back to the Lake Show. Phone lines are open, 651-461-9226. Corey Bush, although maybe she didn't break any rules with regards to the uh, campaign finance funds. But ethically, I think there's been a line that's been crossed. Let's see what Jeff in Salt Rapids has to say about it. What's up, Jeff?
3: Hi, Henry. How you doing? Um, good. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I was on the phone with a friend of mine. that kind of walked into the middle of your conversation there, but you're going to refresh me. This uh, this person is a congresswoman from where?
2: Yep. Yeah, from from Missouri. Corey Bush,
3: uh, Missouri. Yep, okay. yep, yep, yep. And she um, this, this she, I believe this, I heard. Go ahead. I believe I heard um, on uh, on the radio. I think it was a CBS news broadcast.
2: Yep, at the top of the hour.
3: Some. Uh, some Senate committee had uh, previously, I don't know if this was a year ago or two ago, but they'd looked into this and found no wrongdoing.
2: They did. Now, they, no, no, they did. It's come up again, though. But I, I, I do want to yep. say this. I do want to say this. I think that the there's two, a couple questions here. Um, the first is, ethically, do you have an issue with it? Ethically, do you think that she's crossed the line?
3: Ethically, yeah i mean
2: i do too you, you i agree with you
3: you got a point on this one yes uh you, you you had uh earlier in the conversation mentioned two criteria that using the funds and she seemed to account achieve both of those or met both of those yes and okay so the difference is she's already uh articulated a, a bona fide need for security and it turns out to be her husband's
2: Yes. Wow. And, and, and let, let me let me say this real quick, Jeff. The FEC has stated that it is not technically against the rules for a member of con, uh, Congress to use campaign funds for private security. So that part, like we've got we got the Justice Department looking into it. We've got the uh, FEC that's wow. saying that it's not an issue. So I totally get that. But part of the issue that mm-hmm. I have is I think that ethically it's it's it just to me, she's crossed a line here. And secondly, if this was I would I would look. I would look differently on it if, because this is her second term, if at the front end, yeah. at the front end, she came in the door and this is what it was, I would view it differently than all of a sudden it kind of came up here in the last year or two. Now, now, many people will say after January the 6th, the, the whole thing, the, the game changed, and I can, I can see that side of it too. But it just seems like a weird right. place to be in.
3: Well, it, it is a little bit of a weird place to be in. But I think my question is in the, in the bigger picture of all of the political world. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one's this one is like shapes some hairs a little bit, and I, I just wonder if it's, if it's really worth all the whoop-de-do. Uh, she's met the criteria; it's technically legal, ethically. Well, you and I would probably think better of it, but yeah.
2: This is um, you, you, you might be right about whether it's a big – but th- this, is the reason, this is the only reason why I think it's a big deal, Jeff, and, and, and follow me on okay. this, and, I, and I'll let you have the, 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 the final word. I think that anytime, okay. time we are talking about campaign funds and money that's coming in the door and any of it's diverted to people within your family for jobs – It should be scrutinized and it should be shunned upon. The same thing with Donald Trump and then what's his uh, his uh, his his uh, son-in-law's name Kushner. All of that shadiness, like it's the same thing. It doesn't matter who you are. I frown upon all of it.
3: I gotta agree with you because as campaign funds, yes, yep, there seems to be too much indiscretion involved there, and I, I gotta I gotta go along with that one.
2: Yep. Hey, thanks for the phone call from Jeff and Salt Rapids. I appreciate it. He's a faithful listener, listens to the show, contributes to the show a lot. If anybody else would like to weigh in via the phones, 651-461-9226. Couple of texts here uh, from the 952. While it may be legal to hire her husband as part of your security team, it is highly unethical. Uh, this one, another one from the 952. Nine, 952 is weighing in tonight. Okay, great. Enjoy the show. I'm a Democrat myself, but I like that we can try to hold everyone accountable. I'm all for that. I'm all for that. And the the same way that I think that we should talk about what's happening with her story, it's no different than, than years ago. Look, Jared Kushner negotiating all the money that he got from the Saudis? Come on now. Come on now. And, and, and I'm not going to say that, she, that the money that she's gotten for campaign finance and diverted to her husband to hire him for security is anywhere near that because it's not. Does it matter? It doesn't matter. How about Senator Melendez and the gold bars? What what's he waiting on? bro? can you can you step down? Can you get out of there? Think about that. We, we're we supposed to George Santos You. What is he thinking about? I just, man, when are they going to get to the bottom of what he's doing? Seriously, the coal bar situation—it's something.
1: Oh my, God. it's amazing what you can bribe. Uh, use this bribery.
2: Nobody, I don't care who you are, but but this gets to the this gets to the crux of the matter. It doesn't matter who you are. You should be held accountable mm. for what you do, and, and look, I, I think that this is the way that this is going to play out. This is how I think it's going to play out. Don't know anything. This is how I think it's going to play out. The Justice Department is going to say, no harm, no foul. FEC has already spoken. But I think moving forward, it would be best and it would be wise if she pivoted to somebody else mm. for security.
1: I, My thought was going to be similar to that. If they say, no harm, no foul... Now you have set a new precedent as far as what is allowed for you know security whatever want whatever personnel uh you're i guess no you're. i don't
2: think i don't agree, i don't i don't i don't agree with that i i think that they can move forward look okay. if, if 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 you frown upon it and say you know what even though you didn't technically break a rule across a you know you didn't you didn't technically break a rule this is not something that we endorse okay and and I think I think I think even saying that and letting the world know that we don't really like what's happened here yeah. that comes across as what? A little slap on the hand. Yeah. Like check yourself. And then any politician that tries to do it moving forward, do I think she's probably the first to do this? No. Does she need to be the last? Probably.
1: I just think it's weird that you're basically putting this money right back in your pocket in it, it. That's what I'm saying. In a weird roundabout way and that's that's why I just uh, this whole thing is just so sticky. Hey, th-
2: th- this is the reason why w- w- what did they say about um Donald Trump with the with the molding uh clauses. <laughs> it's a very broad question. The, the, like like seriously with with the whole staying at the Trump um properties and all the Yeah. I think that we've already stated that that's not okay, right? Yeah. How is this any anymore okay? It's not. Yeah. And and I know that she would probably come back and be like no, it's not the same thing. I'm sorry, Corey. I'm sorry, Miss Bush. I just, I don't, I don't like it. All right, coming up next, USA Hockey has made a mandate with the net guards for youth players. I think that in the state of hockey, you might have some opinions. I agree with it. I'll tell you.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch
2: easy. Anybody should look at the announcement earlier today with USA Hockey and be upset. I think it's the right thing to do for USA Hockey to mandate these neck protection guards because we want to make sure that young players are not negatively impacted in terms of significant injuries or deaths And we hope that we never, ever see another situation like Adam Johnson, Minnesota native, who died after taking a skate blade to the neck during a game. You live, you learn, and if we can in any way protect the next generation, this generation of hockey athletes, I think you do it, and you don't even blink an eye. You don't even waste time doing it. And and to me, if that is what comes out of the tragic loss of Adam Johnson, then that's what it is. Let's not look at it as a negative. Now, I know that that some will say, man, it's kind of it's restrictive. It's this, it's that. What? USA Hockey's mandating – the neck laceration and the neck guards and protection for these players under the age of eighteen. After that, you know, it it, it it it's fine. But I don't look at this as a negative at all. People say, "Well, hold on, you're reactionary. This is a rare event and something." Yeah, it may be somewhat of a rare event, but it happens, man. It's it's not the it's not the first time it's ever happened. Um, hopefully it will be the last hopefully it will be and this is the thing Adam Johnson clearly wasn't 18 and under right he's a grown man former NHL player yep. someone that 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 was loved here and loved in the NHL but you should be protecting young people until said age what do you what do you make of it
1: yeah, I think uh, this Adam Johnson situation definitely set a new precedent for what should kind of be, I guess, required for especially our youth hockey players, not to mention people like Sidney Crosby and TJ Oshie who took it upon themselves to maybe uh, uh take a more aggressive approach and wear one, at least even if it was for maybe a game or two, but just making a statement saying, hey, we are making millions of dollars playing in the NHL. We also take the precautions and safety seriously. I think that goes a long way. And I think the youth, youth hockey program for USA is setting a good uh, standard for what these kids should be doing.
2: And, and uh, Pat Keller from, uh, from USA Hockey, the executive director, says, "quote I know throughout our organization the overwhelming opinion was that the time is appropriate to modify our rules related to neck laceration protection. We're also encouraged that the hockey industry is committed to continuing to work to improve the cut-resistant products that protect players to help influence the safest uh, possible landscape for the game. And, And let's be clear here. This is not the only tragedy that we've seen in this way in the last couple of years. There was a Connecticut high school player, Teddy Balkind, 16, Died two years ago from a skate cut to the neck yeah. during the game. And just, you know, there's a lot of things that happen in sports that you see. I mean, I don't. did you see the replay of the TJ Hawkinson hit? Like, I looked at that, and I kind of, like, turned away. <laughs> yeah. that, that was kind of— Not good. I hate the hit, too, because it was one of those—the guy, he took out somebody else at the knees. I hate that. But can you imagine, that, that's one thing, to see somebody get a torn ACL. Yeah. But to see somebody take a skate blade to the neck and pass away, that's traumatizing. That's on a totally different level. Yeah. That's something that you never, ever want to see. I love the protections. I love the protections. And look, a lot of times in sports, when something happens in this way, you know what people run to? Oh, we're getting soft. No, it's not about being soft. Yeah. We gotta we gotta be smart. We gotta be smart. I I don't think that anybody out there, any hockey fan, should look and say that in a situation where somebody potentially could lose their life because this happens. Yeah. Or based on what we've seen happen before. Oh, there's they're making the game soft. Don't 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 come with that.
1: I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, uh, there's a guy by the name of Clint Malarchuk. His life was forever changed on Buffalo on, uh, when he played for the Buffalo Sabers. He's probably the most, I guess, for lack of a better term, infamous player and in incident when it comes to getting a skate to the neck because he's a mm. goalie. And if you watch the video, mm. which it's everywhere on YouTube, you. Ooh, can, I don't want to see it. Yeah, it's it's pretty gruesome as far as how much blood starts coming out and his life was it's a pretty inspiring story and he recently was at the in uh, his career pretty much okay. I mean yeah it was it was he wasn't really ever the same mm. uh it was you know 1989 so it was a while ago but he was the, uh, recently honored at the uh, one of the wild WoW games I think last year and kind of told his story about how it affected his mental health and stuff like that and it's just no it's matter tough. if you're a goalie, Or just a regular forwarded defenseman.
2: It can happen to anybody. Yeah. Yeah. 651-461-9226. Do you think that this was a wise move? I think it absolutely 100% was. It just makes sense. We talk about caring about kids, caring about young people. Um, I don't think it's too much to ask that extra layer of protection. Yeah. It's not like if they get to the professional ranks or whatever – that they that they have to continue to to, to do that, right? Yeah, and and, and and I do wonder how many will will play hockey, get acclimated to it, and then even when they get into the professional ranks, will stay with it. It's it's going to become second nature. I think it becomes yeah. se- second yeah. nature at that yeah. point.
1: And I I hope this doesn't become one of those things where it's like, oh no, they're they're trying to control us. They're trying to do. They're trying to control the narrative oh, with our that, with how we play. It's it's. <laughs> it's just the first thought that crossed my mind when I heard this story is that there's a lot of parents that are kind of power hungry out there, especially with their kids playing sports. Uh, yeah, they don't like being told what to do or what their kids need to wear, especially mm-hmm. if they have to change it up and wear something special like this. Now it's, I mean, but you pointed out the top of the segment, this is their kid's life we're talking about here. This yep. it, it shouldn't be hard to figure
2: out. You do bring up a good point though. There are going to be people out there that will say, this is just, yeah. The, the federation, the organization is trying to control us now. Yeah, it's they're getting soft. Don't yeah. don't they, yeah. don't make my child yeah. do this. Yeah. I'm sorry,
1: my man. Chi- my child plays carefully. My child, this would never happen to my kids.
2: So. When your kid yeah. goes and plays football, they're wearing a helmet. Then it's not going to be out there. Like, like you're you're not going to show up to a practice, a PB practice, and you're like, my kid's not wearing a helmet. No, he's wearing a helmet already. So he ain't playing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, your kid's going to probably die in the field if he doesn't. That's the unfortunate part about it. Yeah, it's. I think the younger it gets, the harder it's going to be for parents to kind of go with this, but uh, we'll see. I'm kind of glad USA Hockey, of all people, are stepping in and kind of placing this mandate because that's kind of the be-all end-all when it comes to hockey. Outside of making the NHL, like,
2: USA Hockey is no joke either. Hey, real quick, since we're on the topic of Mm -hmm. hockey, before we get to headlines. What's up with your wild squad, man? Are they are they gonna ever get it together? I just they I don't need see break. it. They need the break. I, I just I I just don't see it. No. I don't see it. They they need the break. Yeah. 'Cause they're they I mean they're not back in action until next week. February seventh, I believe. Next Wednesday, yeah. yeah, yeah yep. Against Chicago on the road. Yeah. I, I just don't see it happening, man. It's it's
1: rough. If you ask Jesse or anybody, they'll tell you the same thing. It's not oh, looking no, good.
2: We talked to Jesse Pierce last week, and uh, yeah. she doesn't think it's going to happen. I think we talked to her last Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah, I think the uh, the Wild are dead this year, unfortunately. Yeah,
1: once you come out of this, this break, it's it doesn't get very much easier. I mean, you have Chicago. That's the first game back. Then you have Pittsburgh at home. Then you travel to Vegas and Arizona, which are two okay teams. And then, yeah, it's there's just too there's too many pieces falling too fast. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Jared Spurgeon was, I think, kind of the the linchpin in this whole thing. Jared th- Spurgeon getting injured for the season, yeah, was pretty much that Terrible. was the final
2: nail. <laughs> hey, real quick, maybe, maybe you have a better grasp of this than than I do because okay. I don't see this in the story that I have. Okay, but but you know, USA. Hockey has – they've recommended a bunch of different things, right? Cut-resistant socks, sleeves, undergarments, all this stuff. The text line is asking a question that I don't have the answer to because it wasn't in the story. Mm -hmm. It says, do the net guards protect against puck impacts or the uh, fabric guarding against cutting only? It's more – from
1: what I've seen, it's more fabric. Okay. It's not puck. Uh, I I think the puck thing is just kind of – that is a freak accident and it rarely happens, but it has happened. Uh, the it's more of a fabric, uh, I guess, a, for lack of a better term, skate proof fabric that'll prevent this something like this from happening. Uh, and if it doesn't prevent it, it'll definitely lessen the effect of it happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but from what I've seen with the, the UK and others that finally jumped ship to this right after the Adam Johnson incident, it is a fabric. Uh, neck protector and I think a lot of people are I think it, it it looks a little different so I think that's why I think a lot of people are going to get rubbed the wrong way but uh yeah it's 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 the fabric
2: have you been to a wild game this year
1: I have yes
2: not good was it packed
1: yeah it was well it was a hockey fights cancer night but yeah oh
2: yeah now <laughs> the only reason why I asked that question is because you know target center has been pretty packed this year Still got to go to a game. I wonder if people have pivoted from wild hockey to Timberwolves basketball. Because if if that's indeed the case, maybe I might be able to luck into a a nice little seat at the X. There's a lot,
1: and I'm not saying there's not for the Wolves. There's a lot of loyal ticket holders for the wild. That's one thing I've learned, both with working at, you know, hockey lodge Mm -hmm. in the past and stuff. They have fans and they have people that, you could go 0-82, and, and they'll be at every game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's – but, no, I see what you mean. It's This is – Target Center is experiencing something we have not experienced
2: – In a while. In a while. Since KG. Yeah. All right, that's 651-461-9226. We've got headlines. That's what's up next here on The Lake Show. All righty, it's time to dive into headlines. You know who's on the ones and twos tonight? Josh Wheeler, That's who. The Let's, Oklahoma Sooners fan,
1: yes sir, yes sir, get out of here. Hey, their basketball squads are doing pretty decent. Rock chalk, y'all don't. Okay, y'all
3: Just don't remember we us. were
1: we were number one at one point. I mean, back when not Bu- this year, Buddy Buckets was at the
2: helm. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, but hold on, yeah, when, when when Buddy Hill was was hooping, y'all were, but yeah, who, hooping no who, more. Who slapped y'all around though? Nobody apparently. No. Okay. <laughs> We own the Big 12. You know that. Are you
1: the owner of a Toyota Corolla, H-Lake? I am not. If you are, you may be one of 50,000 older Toyota vehicles being put under a uh, do-not-drive warning Oof. at the moment due to an airbag issue currently undergoing recall. Uh, Toyota is listed O4 Corolla and Corolla Matrixes, as well as 04, 5 rav RAV4. Uh, as do not drive as the airbags have not aged well with these vehicles and randomly could be triggered, and sharp metal fragments have been known to shoot out of these airbags as well at drivers. Uh, the recall comes almost a month after one million Toyot- uh, Toyotas were recalled for airbags not deploying properly. Uh, Toyota apparently cannot catch a break with some of their vehicles. Well,
3: this is
2: well, you just stole my thunder there because, and I'm not trying to take a shot at Toyota. Yeah. I gladly do a Toyota endorsement, gladly. But what automobile maker has had the most recalls? <laughs>
3: yeah,
2: I'm being serious. I know Tesla's has some issues, but my goodness, I don't even put Tesla in the same category. But yeah, that's fair.
1: Are, Toyota is well, probably well, one of the more hybrid electric-ish vehicles. So it's still along that line.
2: Toyota's under the uh, under the microscope. I mean, not Toyota, but um. Tesla is a little bit more these days because remember when it got super duper cold? Yeah, and not you did Yeah, not it wasn't good. good. Like yeah. everybody's talking about, man. Yeah. You know, we're all about electric vehicles and stuff like that. Yeah, a little, a little bit of an issue. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: are you an Amazon Prime member? No. Okay. Well, Amazon is following a trend in their streaming service. You may have heard of this. Uh, like many streaming services, like Netflix, Peacock, and others, have developed an ad-based service. And now, Prime Video users have to put up with ads in their content, and they've also provided an additional two ninety nine option for ad free. If you really want to dish out the extra two dollars and ninety nine cents, uh, they are still projected to reach one hundred fifteen million people still with their ad based streaming services. But this is just
2: about their streaming service,
1: correct? Yeah. Are you are you um? I am, a subscriber. I am, but I'm also one of those people that has too many subscriptions that I don't use. <laughs> so you need like that app that that says, yes. hey, you don't use this. Yes. I've seen that commercial
2: like a dozen times.
1: <laughs> I've seen it as a, a lot of times as well. and I It's do, like the uh, quick
2: money thing or something like that. Yes. Uh, Yeah, not good with that. Well, uh, and I'm not somebody that's going to just do it just to get the football game on Thursday night because there's a lot of bad things. Football games anyway, and I wasn't going to be that individual that was going to sign up for Peacock just to get the one NFL game, even though it was the Chiefs. I didn't care.
1: Yeah, it's it's one of those. I mean, I I'm different in that category where I would easily just really? take the bullet just to watch. If I want to watch the playoff game and not spend a hundred dollars at a bar and spend fifty at home, I would rather do that. Well, no one's
2: saying pay a hundred dollars at the bar. I mean.
1: If you got a party for the game, you got a party for the game. You so, can't mess around. Well, hold on. Let me ask
2: you this: Do you have Peacock? I
1: do. We've 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 been over this, H Lake.
2: Oh. We've been over this. I, I didn't realize you had Peacock. All right, my oh bad. yeah, man. My bad.
1: I, I'm in the Christopher Tubbs boat. We use it for WWE, and that is it.
2: Oh, that's right. Yes, yes. You suckers.
1: Well, and another headline: The rich keep getting richer, Mister H Lake. Former New England Patriots quarterback Tom Brady is merging his TB twelve and Brady brand companies with the No Bowl Fitness Brand. Are you familiar with No Bowl? No Bull. Yeah, you're familiar with that. Yeah. Yeah. So they, seen, they I don't they, like the, the crowd. It's a CrossFit. It's the whole CrossFit deal. They, I don't like the I don't like the brand. Yeah. Yeah. They he's confirmed on multiple social media platforms on Tuesday, uh, saying that uh, they are forming one complete wellness company uh, that is at its core will help people become the best version of of themselves. He says the goal for us is massive growth that will change the game in training and nutrition for the world. There's no limit on how many people we can impact, but that's what I'm most excited about. So he's kind of going in blindfolded, not like Brady can afford, like he can afford to kind of gamble on a little bit of cash on something like this, and if it doesn't succeed, it doesn't succeed. But, yeah.
2: You want to see something you've never seen before? (laughs) Sure. Oh boy! There we go.
1: Represa-
2: what do you think of that,
1: Representative himself? What do you think of that? Look at that! I'm
2: rocking my TB12, my Tom Brady gear right now, live on the air. And I didn't even know you were going to bring this up on on headlines. You know You've what? never seen a TB12 shirt before. You've never seen a TB12 hat before. Maybe Vegas. No, I'm talking about you. No, I'm talking about you. Never actually seen it oh. in a person. <laughs> no, yeah, no, because not that. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't being bought. People weren't buying it. I bought Correct. it. Well, yeah, you, you,
1: you buy into success, like We know, this.
2: We know I, this. Do you
1: Have you ever bought a no bull? Oh, yes. You have? I, I have friends with a lot of CrossFit people, so I, I, yeah. Is it like, is it supposed
2: to be cool gear or what?
1: It's more so just, I think they more so have it to associate with CrossFit, like their own mm-hmm. deal, if that makes sense. Like I, no bull doesn't really do much with anybody else except for CrossFit games. And their big events that they host every single year. Well,
2: what's the other? Uh, there's another manufacturer that's just strictly like CrossFit stuff that I thought was bigger mm-hmm. with CrossFit than Noble. I'd have to look that one. Up. I I I think I know, but I cannot right now think
1: of it off the top of my head. But it's uh, yeah, I, I I'm not
2: trying to think of what it might be. Hmm. All right. Um. Noble is definitely oh Rogue Rogue Fitness. That's what it is. Yep, yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah, I think that Rogue Fitness stuff looks actually it looks pretty good. Yeah, but I don't know. I didn't know if there's anything about No Bull in terms of like the the actual clothing itself, whether it's like dry fit or it feels comfortable. I'll to ask,
1: I'm not sure. I just know that I think it's more of a brand name brand recognition thing. That mm-hmm. uh, I'm assuming Brady probably does CrossFit. I mean, the guy you've seen the guy. He's still in pretty good shape for being retired.
2: I saw his combine highlights. I don't think he does CrossFit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think highlights.
1: I think I think you're giving him a little bit too much credit. It's Tom Brady. He's done things that I never thought
2: were possible. Yeah. This is true. Huh. All right, Josh Willow with the headlines there and he's going to in the commercial break hop on redbull.com and buy him some uh some new uh apparel and uh clothing items because Tom Brady's Tom Brady's a, a part of it. uh Noble it's Snowball, right? Yeah, Noble. What I say Red Bull, Red Bull, Snowball, yes. it's Snowball. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, friend of the show, NBA champion. Yeah, He played uh, and was a teammate of Michael Jordan's, you know the name, Trent Tucker. He joins us next, talking some wolves at NBA right here on The Good Neighbor.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?